Shining City Audio, a John Meacham and C-13 original studio. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. February 20th, 1933. Prohibition's repeal passes the Congress. I'm John Meacham, and this is Reflections of History. It was a cause with deep roots in American history, and it had, for a time, prevailed. The organized movement to ban alcohol was a feature of 19th century reform life, beginning with the formation of the American Temperance Society in Boston in 1826. By the time of the Gilded Age, the Women's Christian Temperance Union joined the fight, led by Francis Willard. The arguments against drink were moral, but they grew out of a practical understanding of the toll alcohol could take on families especially on women. In fact, Francis Willer called for home protection, arguing, as Ken Burns and Lynn Novick put it in their film Prohibition, that even women, quote, who found it unseemly to demand the vote solely as a right, could justify calling for the ballot as what Willard called a weapon of protection from the tyranny of drink. In 1925, the Reverend Walter Morgan, a defender of Prohibition, argued, The moral quality of the will that voted the nation dry had its origin in a moral and social source. It was an honest desire to protect human life. This wish was made concrete and appealing through the lives of women and children. The moral tone of any people rises or falls in accordance with its attitude towards mothers and their young. As the race has evolved, womanhood and childhood have come to occupy more commanding positions. Today in the United States, the moral sense of the people puts them first. What is good for them should become a law. So the voters were led to believe, and so they acted. Men and women merely said, the liquor business is a menace to our women and children. Let us get rid of it. The movement had proved successful in the first decades of the 20th century, cementing its victory with the passage and ratification of the 18th Amendment. Yet enforcement was incredibly difficult, if not impossible. And on this date in 1933, Congress passed the Blaine Act, the key first step toward the 21st Amendment, which would repeal the 18th. President-elect Franklin D. Roosevelt was in favor of repeal. During the campaign the previous year, FDR had said, however we may differ as to method, we all agree that temperance is one of the cardinal virtues In dealing with the great social problems in my own state, such as the care of the wards of the states and in combating crime, I have had to consider most earnestly this question of temperance. It is bound up with crime, with insanity, and only too often with poverty. It is increasingly apparent that the intemperate use of intoxicants 
has no place in this new mechanized civilization of ours. In our industry, in our recreation, on our highways, a drunken man is more than an objectionable companion. He is a peril to the rest of us. The hand that controls the machinery of our factories, that holds the steering wheel of our automobiles, and the brains that guide the course of finance and industry should alike be free from the effects of overindulgence in alcohol. FDR went on, but the methods adopted since the World War with the purpose of achieving a greater temperance by the forcing of prohibition have been accompanied in most parts of the country by complete and tragic failure. I need not point out to you that general encouragement of lawlessness has resulted, that corruption, hypocrisy, crime, and disorder have emerged, and that instead of restricting, we have extended the spread of intemperance. This failure has come for this very good reason. We have depended too largely upon the power of governmental action instead of recognizing that the authority of the home and that of the churches in these matters is the fundamental force on which we must build. And so personal virtue would be put to the test rather than the power of the state. Thank you for listening to Reflections of History, a creation of Shining City Audio, a C-13 Originals and John Meacham Studio. Reflections of History is executive produced by me, John Meacham, and Chris Corcoran, Chief Content Officer and Founding Partner of Cadence 13. Production and editing led by Lloyd Lockridge, Margot Gray, and Chris Basil. Production assistance by Andy Jaskowitz and Adam Macias. Cadence 13 is an Odyssey company. Be kind to your mind with guided meditations from the Meditation for Women podcast. Your mental health benefits from sleeping better, releasing anxiety, and gaining clarity, all of which are benefits of meditation. And since this is Mental Health Awareness Month, give yourself the gift of meditations. All you have to do is press play and close your eyes. Listen to Meditation for Women on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.